Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse for the speed of light, a cloud of dust and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Faster, big fellow! I'll Silver! Away! Texas sun beat down a steep trail that wound through Eagle Pass. It forced a stocky middle-aged horseman to rein down his mount to a slow walk. Uh, take it easy, boy. Easy. While high on one side of the rocky pass, another man cursed the heat that made his Winchester hard to hold. Nevertheless, he lined his sights carefully upon the slow-moving horseman and squeezed the trigger. A few moments later, the Winchester was shoved quickly into a saddle boot, and the man who triggered it rode rapidly away from Eagle Pass. He was sure no one had seen him fire the single bullet, and he was right. But he was unaware that the sound of it had echoed through the long canyon reached the ears of the Lone Ranger and Dan Reed. Golly, what was that? Oh, 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 picture, oh. Steady. It was a rifle shot, Dan. Probably a Winchester. 
from the sound of it. Somebody must be plugging at coyotes. It's about all there is to shoot at around here. Well, it was back of us, down that canyon. We'll find out. Come on, Silver. All right, Victor. trailing his bridle and a man lying on the ground. Steady, big fella. Come on, Dan. Gee, maybe he's hurt or something. Wait. Worse than that, Dan. He's dead. A bullet right through the back. Golly. This is the result of that shot we heard. I wonder who he is. Evidently a rancher from the way he's dressed. What's the brand on that pony over there? I'll see. It's a C bar J. See, Bar J? I'm not sure, but I think that's Jim Logan's place. About ten miles south of here. What do we. Hey, look, somebody coming. Should we get out? No, no, Dan. We'll wait and see who it is. Oh, there. Oh, oh, boy. Oh. What's this? What happened here? It's what we'd like to know. We rode up a few minutes ago and found this man. He's dead. Marcel, who there? Get your hands up and get him high. Hey, what's the matter with you? We didn't kill this fellow. Be quiet, Dan. Do as he says. He's a lawman. Uh, that badge on his vest. All right, but I'd like Wish to... Wish get a man on the trail and then stick around to deny it. We didn't shoot him. The boy told you the truth. Keep your claws up. I'll do the talking. Let's see who it is. Why, this is Jim Logan. That was my guess, too. Guess? Murder a man and then guess who he is, eh? Dirty sneaking... Just plumber. a minute. You're a lawman, and I respect the law, United States Marshal, I don't take any lip from my hoods. Well, I warn you, if you don't stop threatening us with that gun, I'll slap leather. Keep your hands up. I've heard of Boston outlaws, never the one that would keep talking when he was under a cold drop. Now, listen, hombre, you better tell... Evidently, you need proof. Why, you... My hand... You're not hurt, Marshal. I just shot your gun away. See, what kind of a play are you making anyway? First you gunned him, Jim Logan. I didn't kill Logan. But I'm as much interested in who did kill him as you are. I don't get it. My sad lord, Randy. What's your game? You seem to forget, Marshal, that I have the gun now. So I'll ask the questions. Have you any idea why anyone would want to murder Jim Logan? Nope. I've known Jim for 10, 15 years. He got along with everybody. Everybody liked him. I see. How about his family? Jim was a bachelor. Only kin of his is a niece. Lives up Arizona way. A niece? Yes. His dead brother's daughter. I understand she's still trying to run her paws spread up there. Why are you so now interested? Now that Jim's dead, uh, will this niece in Arizona inherit the sea bar, Jay? I guess so. I'll come you so fine interested in I her. told you I want to find out who killed Logan and why. Well, it must have been you. Because when I got here, you and the kid would Notice the to... angle of the wound in Logan's back, Marshal. Now, that shot came from above and across the canyon. Call the horses, Dan. Sure. Here, Silver. Here, Victor. They can't stop you from lining out of here because you've got the drop on me. But I'll trail you. I'll trail you and see you hang for this killing if it takes me the rest of my life. Any big man? That would be a mistake, Marshal. But you're welcome to try. Ready, Dan? Yep. Sure. Come on, Silver. Get up, Victor. He's drawing another gun out of his shoulder holster. He won't be able to hit us at this distance. But keep low. Faster, Silver. Come on, Victor. 
Why'd we circle a canyon and come clear up here? Steady, Silver. Because if my guess is right, somewhere along here, the shot that killed Jim Logan came from. Steady, big fella. You mean you might find a trail or something like that? I bet if Tonto were here, he could pick up a trail, if there is one. That's right. If he was here, he might... Hey, wait a minute. What is it? See? There's one set of hoof prints here in the sand. Hey, look. From over here, you can see the trail where we were a few minutes ago. Yes, yes, I know, Dan. That's why I think that... Hmm. What have you found? A hoof print of a horse that apparently wears only one shoe. One shoe? How could he... No, I'm wrong. The horse that made these prints was fully shod. But the shoe on his left hind hoof... Yeah, is the only one with cocks on it. Hmm. That's strange. Three shoes smooth and one with cocks. Hey, wouldn't that be kind of hard on a horse... Be shot so we... Yes, uh, yes, it would, Dan. And these hoof prints lead north. But as soon as they reach the hard pen at the edge of the desert, we'll lose them. What do you mean? How are we fixed for grub, Dan? The saddlebags are full. Good. Here, Silver. Victor. Are we going to follow these prints? That would be almost impossible once we reached open country. Steady, big fella. Then where are we heading? Arizona. Oh, golly. Way up to Arizona? Oh, it isn't as far as it sounds, Dan. We ought to be there inside of four or five days with steady riding. Oh, gee. Come on, Silver. Come on, Victor. The Arizona ranch owned by young Helen Logan was barely making expenses. Since her father's death two years before, she'd struggled hard, but a disastrous winter had reduced her livestock to almost nothing. She had formerly employed a large crew of cowhands, but now Tom Forbes was the only one who remained. He met her worried glance as she walked toward the corral. Good morning, Miss Helen. Good morning, Tom. I was just on my way up to the house to see you. Rode the South Range all day yesterday. Yes, I know. The yearling herd. Tom, is it... Not so good, not much grass over there. The same story over and over. No matter what I do or try to do, it turns out wrong. Oh, Helen, there's no need to feel that way about it. I'll round up that beef tomorrow and drive it over to... Say, who's the kid over there chopping wood? You hire a new hand? You know I can't afford to hire any more help, Tom. This is just a boy who drifted by last night. He wants to work for a few days for his room and board. Mm, Nice-looking kid. What's his name? I think he calls himself Dan Reed. Oh, Tom, trying to hold on here any longer is pretty hopeless. Hold on. Well, you're not figuring on selling out, are you, Helen? I'll have to. There'll hardly be enough profit this year to pay the taxes. Well, if you could just stock the range again... That takes money, Tom. Something I haven't seen for almost a year. Sure. But it wouldn't take an awful lot. Well, I've got a little cash saved. Oh, please, Tom. I know you asked me not to mention it again, but... Well, the money isn't doing anybody any good laying in a bank. I could loan it to you. No, Tom. You haven't drawn a salary for six months. In the face of that, how could I borrow what little you've been able to save? There's one way you could do it, Helen, without hurting your pride. You could realize how much I think of you and... and marry me. Tom, I... I do think an awfully lot of you. You've been a wonderful friend, Still thinking about Greg Hatch. Is that it? Tom, If Greg was any good... If he was even fit to shine your boots, Helen, I wouldn't say anything. See, I know I'm no bargain, but... Well, didn't that no-good hatch hombre walk out on you after you were engaged? Greg was entitled to change his mind. 
Everyone is. Sure. Always seemed kind of funny to me, though, that Hatch changed his mind just after you lost most of your stock in the blizzard last winter. He figured he was marrying a well-stocked range, and when it turned out different... That's not fair, Tom. I'm sorry. It's still Greg Hatch, isn't it? I... I don't know, Tom. Well, I guess even a dumb galoot like me can finally get it through his head that that's... Tom, look. Well, now, but... Speak of the devil, and he's... Oh, you credit. Hello, Helen. Greg. Hi, Forbes. Hi. Oh, I see you're still dragging that long face around. (laughs) Helen, I... You're quite a stranger, Greg. Where have you been? Prospecting. I've been on a gold hunting trip over in Sawtooth Range. <laughs> Prospecting. The only digging you've ever done is in front of a bar, trying to cage some free drinks. Are you no... Greg, please. I came back to... to ask your forgiveness, Helen. I made an awful mistake running off like I did. I guess I just didn't realize how much you meant to me. Greg. If you fall for this line of hogwash, Helen, you're crazier than I think you are. Can't we go in the house, Helen? Do we have to stand next to a skunk? That's ever since I've known you. I've been looking for an excuse to push your face in. Calling me a skunk is as good as any. Are you cheap? Greg, Tom! Oh. oh, Tom, you've knocked him down. Greg, Greg, are you hurt? Oh, I'm all right, but I'm going to get... You go for that gun. I'll... Greg! Watch out, Miss Morgan. Let me swing this rope. Dan Reed! A meddling kid. I'll... Yeah. Wait! You can't throw a noose around me, so I... keep you from reaching for that you... gun. Come on, Tom, I got a message for you. Message? What do you mean? Uh, we'll have to ride away from here oh. before I can tell you. Here, Victor! Wait. I don't get it, kid. What do you want me to do? Hurry. I promise you it's something you'll want to hear. Come on, we'll ride double on my horse. Now, listen, kid, if you want to tell me something, why can't I'll you... I'll explain it later. Please, come with me. All right. What have I got to lose? At least I'll get out of sight and smell of this Caillou Greg Hatch. Tom, what are you... I don't know. But if Greg's what you want, Helen, you don't need me. Come on, Victor. There, I'm loose. Now I'll nail that critter. No, Greg, please don't. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. Riding hard on Dan's cold victor, he and Tom Forbes evaded Greg's gunfire and soon reached the Lone Ranger's well-hidden camp not far from the Logan Ranch. Ho, ho, bitch, ho. You're back sooner than I expected, Dan. Mast. Say, what is this? You're entitled to an explanation. Come on over by the camp and I'll tell you about it. I can't figure out why you... Better rub down your horse, Dan. He's had a hard trip. Sure. Come on, Victor. Listen here. Yeah? I've had a lot of crazy things happen to me in my life. I've never been hung up with an owl hoot before. I'm not an outlaw, Tom. You know my name? Yes, I made it my business to find out. Why? What do you want with me? I want to help you. Help you and Miss Logan. Help me? Say, the kid, Dan Reed, working at the ranch for the past few days. Was that part of it? Yes, Dan's been there for a purpose. Did he have any trouble getting you to come out here with him? The kid swings a slick rope. That varmint Greg Hatch would have gunned me if Dan hadn't lassoed the critter. I'm glad to hear it. So, Greg Hatch is back at the Logan Ranch again. Yeah, the dirty sneaking. You know him, too? Oh, I've never seen the man. Just heard about him. Who are you, anyway? Let me ask the questions, Tom. I'm sure we can accomplish more that way. Accomplish? You think quite a bit of Helen Logan. 
don't you? More than anything in the world. If it wasn't for that sidewinder, Greg Hatch... What do you know about him? Nothing. Except he used to be Helen's foreman on the ranch. He was sweet on her, and they got engaged. Then last winter, when the blizzard killed all her stock, he lit out. Have you ever heard of an uncle of Helen's down in Texas? Well, you mean her Uncle Jim? Owns a sea barge eight down there? Yes, that's right. Has, uh, has she heard from him lately? No, not that I know of. She generally mentions it when she gets a letter. I don't think she will hear from her uncle. See, uh, he's dead. What? What did you say? He was murdered last week. Shot in the back while he was riding a trail through Eagle Pass. Loud. How do you know? Dan and I were there just a few minutes later. Oh, it'll sure be tough news for Helen. Her Uncle Jim was the only kin she had left. So I understand. And I'm sure that his will leaves the sea barge to her. Well, if you were there, do you know who bushwhacked him? No, I don't. But that's why I asked Dan to bring you out here. What have I got to do with it? The man who killed Jim Logan rode a horse that was shod with three smooth shoes and one with cocks. What does that mean? Maybe nothing. But if you want to see that he's brought to justice, there are several ways you can help. How? Go back to Miss Logan's ranch and keep your eyes open. Well, what's Helen's place up here in Arizona got to do with her uncle getting bushwhacked in Texas? Now, listen carefully, and I'll tell you. Tom, where have you been? Uh, Dan Reed and I just took a little ride. Greg's still here? Tom, I... I won't have any more fighting. Oh, don't worry. I'm all over that. Fact is, that's why I want to see Hatch. I'd like to apologize. A- apologize? Well, it's pretty plain that you're still in love with him, Helen. Isn't that right? Well, I... I guess so, Tom. Then the best man won. You're very sweet, Tom. I... Oh, I'm sure Greg will be glad to accept uh, your... Where apology. is he? I think he took his horse down to the corral. Good. Can't think of any place where I'd rather meet him. See you later, Helen. Hello, Greg. Oh, Forbes. What are you doing back here? Where's that kid that swung a rope on me? Oh, Dan Reed? I don't know. Guess he quit working here. If I ever catch a little vomit, I'll uh, fix Greg, it. Greg, I guess I owe you an apology. <laughs> kind of lost my head when I threw that punch this morning. You're lucky I didn't put a bullet through you. If it hadn't been for that rope, I would Yeah, would've... yeah, I know. But I've been thinking it over, and I figured as long as you and Helen might get married... What? Did she tell you that? Well, I guess that's what she meant. Uh, you win, Greg, and I lose. Well, now you're getting smart, Forbes. Uh, Helen tells me you've been doing a good job here. If you want to keep on working... I'll oh, thanks, you... Greg. Hmm... Nice saddle horse you got here. Yeah, I like him. As long as I'm still working here and seeing that Miss Helen's waiting up there in the house. Why don't you let that ask? Well, uh... all right, Forbes. Glad to see you getting some... See if you get some water. Something to eat. Oh, sure, Greg. I'll take care of everything. Helen. Oh, Greg. Forbes just came down to the corral and apologized for what he did this morning. Yes, I know. He he came in here looking for you. He told me... I mean, you have decided to marry me, haven't you, Helen? I, uh... I guess so, Greg. When? Let's set the date for the wedding now. There's no hurry. We can... The sooner the better. 
How about tomorrow? No, not that soon, Greg. Why not? I need a little time to get ready. One week, maybe two. Yes, yes, two weeks would be better. All right. Two weeks it is. I'll ride into town now and see the parson. Oh, uh, by the way, shall I stop at the post office and see if there's any mail for you? Why, yes. Yes, you can, Greg. Not that I'm expecting anything, but... won't do any but... harm. I'll be back early this evening. I did just what you told me. Apologized to Greg, and then he left me alone in the corral with his horse. And the way you say that, you must have found what we were looking for. I did. That horse of his is wearing three smooth shoes, and the left one's got cocks on it. And the odds are ten to one that Greg Hatch is a man who murdered Helen Logan's uncle. A dirty bushwhacking skunk. I got a good mind to go back to the ranch and choke the truth out of him. Not yet, Tom. We need more proof than evidence of horses' hoof prints. He must have found out some way that Helen would be likely to inherit her uncle's Seabar J ranch when he died. So the murdering varmint goes down there and kills him. Looks that way. How can we... St- the only thing to do now is watch the post office. Hatch will probably do everything possible to prevent any mail from Texas reaching Miss Logan. Uh, Helen just told me that the wedding will be two weeks from today. Then she is planning to marry Hatch. Well, isn't there any way we can stop that? I don't think it'll be necessary... Miss Logan will stop it herself when she knows the truth. Greg Hatch is a dirty, sidewinding skunk. Why can't we trail him and give him the same thing he gave Helen's uncle? You promised you'd help me bring him to justice, Tom. Legal justice. Who's this coming? It's Dan. Been in town watching the post office all day. He may have some news for us. Oh, oh, Vicky, oh, oh. What happened, Dan? Yep, yeah, he was there, all right, at the post office, asking for mail. There wasn't any for him. Yeah, we'll keep watching. In the meantime, Dan, I want you to mail a letter to our friend, the United States Marshal in Texas. United States Marshal? Does he know about Greg? No, but I think he'd appreciate a tip on where he could find Dan and me. The next two weeks went by rapidly while preparations for the wedding of Greg Hatch and Helen Logan were carried out. Ranchers and their families for miles around were invited to the ceremony, and although the Logan Ranch was poverty-stricken, Nothing was spared to make the occasion one long to be remembered. The day before the wedding, a tall, gray-haired Texan rode into the little Arizona town. A few moments later, his horse was hitched in front of the sheriff's office. He was introducing himself to the local lawman. Here's my credentials, Sheriff. That badge is enough for me. I know a United States Marshal when I see one. Good. Uh, What brings you up to these parts, Marshal? I got a letter about ten days ago. Told me a critter I've been looking for is hanging around this territory. That's so? What does the varmint look like? I've never seen his face. He wears a black mask, rides a white horse, and has a young kid traveling with him. Have you seen a pair like that around here? Hmm. No, no, I don't think I have. What do you want them for? Murder. They bushwhacked a rancher down in Texas. Well, ain't likely a couple of Jaspers like that would show themselves here in town, but I'll ask my deputy to keep his eye peeled. Thank you. I'll stay here myself for a few days. The next evening, shortly after sundown, wedding guests began to arrive at the Logan Ranch. The crowd was loud and noisy, and inside the ranch house there was music and dancing. Only Helen, the bride, seemed unable to smile. She seemed preoccupied, as though she weren't exactly sure what was going on. Uh, Good evening, Helen. Hello, Tom. I'm glad to see you. A friend of mine wants to meet the bride. This is Mr. Corey, the 
the United States Marshal from Texas. How do you do? And uh, this is the groom, Greg Hatch. Howdy, Marshal. Howdy. A little far off your range, ain't you? Well, too far. I'm up here on business. I so? Yes, Harriet. Gee. Who's that young kid over there just walked in the door? Why, it's, it's Dan Reed. Dan Reed, Tom. Where did he come from? I don't know. I want to talk with him. Excuse me, folks. Hey, hey there. You want to see me, Marshal? You bleem right, I do. Stick out your paws, kid. I'm arresting you for murder. Just a minute, Marshal. Hey. Miss Gombrey, I... You better not go for that gun. We had one experience like that. Remember? There you... They trailed you clear from Texas and I'm going no, to... No, you didn't, Marshal. You came up here because you received a letter. A letter that I wrote. Uh, don't get excited, folks. Just making an arrest. The United States Marshal. Arrest for what? Murder. The murder of your Uncle Jim. My... Oh... And this mask outlaw and the kid are the ones who did it. Why didn't someone tell me about it before? I wrote you a letter, Miss Logan, almost two weeks ago. A letter? I, I've never received a letter. It arrived from Texas, all right. But instead of being delivered to you, I'm sure it's still in Greg Hatch's pocket. What's that you're saying? It's the truth, Marshal. Greg Hatch stole that letter because he's the one who killed Jim Logan. Not this man or Dan Reed. How about it, Hatch? You got the letter they're talking about? I've never even heard of it till now. Search him. I don't know who's telling the truth around here, but a search wouldn't do any harm. No, you won't. Watch him. He's got a gun. I'll drill the first one that gets near me. No, you won't. Are you... Oh, my arm. That's only a neck in your shoulder. You're not hurt bad enough to yell that loud. Guess that proves who's guilty, doesn't it, Marshal? If the critter's got the letter on him, it sure does. I'll get it. Here. Here it is. Greg murdered my Uncle Jim. I... I can't believe it. It's the truth, Helen. He claimed he was away prospecting. It was really down in Texas. He knew that when your uncle died, you would inherit the Seabar J. So he killed Jim Logan, then came back here to make up with you and marry you. Oh, Tom, I, I've been so foolish. Well, that's all right, honey. Critter almost had me fooled, too. When did you find out? Oh, when Dan Reed took me to the camp. What do you mean? What camp? And who was that outlaw who was here just a minute ago? Where'd he go? Shucks, Marshal. I thought you knew him. All I know about that gent is that he's the fastest gunshot I've ever seen. And plenty smart, too. I thought you recognized him. He's a lone ranger.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>